Welcome to the Binman Podcast. We know that the Christian life can be hard to figure out, but we also believe that everyone should know their next step for making their spiritual life more important to them. I'm Pops. I'm Dave. I'm JJ. And I'm Bob. Today's episode is entitled, The Three People That You Need to Grow Spiritually. Mm. Yes, um, uh, JJ, Dave, <laughs> Pops, definitely not that Bob character. He is I not was his soul. literally thinking... Spiritual chia pets. Can we sell those? Oh my gosh. Here's the three you need. One that looks like a bozo clown. One that looks yeah. like a hedgehog. Hedgehogs yeah. are so cute, so by the way. So cute. Those are very godly creatures. Don't go watch hedgehog videos. Keep with us. Yeah. Bob, <laughs> who are the three people that I need to grow spiritually? Yep. So when, when you think about how to grow spiritually, there really is just like three levels or directions of relationships for spiritual growth. The first one is a mentor or a discipler. So someone that's like maybe above you, if you want to think about it that way, they're a little bit further along than I am. So I can learn from them and grow with them. But then there's peer or peer to peer discipleship, kind of someone at your level that they're in my spiritual similar stage, right? Regardless of what their age is or their marital status, like they're in a similar, similar spiritual state in their life. And we can follow Jesus together alongside each other. And there's a mentee or a disciple. And this doesn't mean that you have to have all the answers, but just a person who's like, maybe not quite as far along in their faith, or even like, maybe not as quite as far even in a certain area as you are, as you follow Jesus. So you get to pour into them. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. So pops, you know, I know you've been a mentor and uh, or, or a disciple, you know, to many young adults. So how can I find a mentor? Yeah, the answer to that is no uh, one size fits all. But I can share with you four places, four areas where you'll be fortunate to find disciplers. The first is the obvious one, and that's the church. The church is a community of fellow believers. And you're always going to be able to find persons that are more mature than you are, either in general or in specific areas. The second place that's unfortunately overlooked is within the family. And if you've been blessed enough to have godly parents, grandparents, an aunt, an uncle, or even an older sibling, great resources. The third is your network. Maybe somebody at work who's a coworker, a manager in a different department. Maybe you've run across a business person that really emulates Christ in the business world. Maybe it's a community project that you're involved in and you're very impressed by the way they behave. Great resources. And then finally, you might run across a counselor. And these are wonderful mentors, especially if you're dealing with some specific issues or areas in your life that you may need some help. Yeah, but but Dave, do I have to find, do I have to have a long-term mentor? Um, no. The, the, that idea of like, well, you only get one and you have to have them for life and you can never do, go to it is like, that. no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, you know, start with something that is intended to be short term, mm. maybe singular in its scope, and then just see where the relationship goes from there. Mm-hmm. I think a big misconception with mentors is that you have an expectation, they have an expectation, and then suddenly it's just gonna work no matter what, and it's gonna last forever. You don't know that. You don't know what you don't know. So just start, right? Um, the I think of the anecdote of like the Ben Franklin effect. You know, we're yeah, what's that? We're where if you. Um, want to engage in a relationship and sort of build that relational capital relatively quickly, 
in this anecdote, Ben Franklin had a legislator in his community that really did not like him, but he wanted to earn that favor, and so he has to borrow a, a book from the guy from his library. Um, he acquiesced. Ben Franklin took it, read it, and left like a really nice hand-inscribed note, and you know, I'm sure judged up the you know cover a little bit and returned it. And the guy just saw that, and his favor just skyrocketed. It makes you think you can build personal capital pretty you know pretty directly. Yeah. <laughs> Having so, a need and just asking. Well, yeah, just. Here's the need, it's singular, you answer, and the exchange is happening, and now we've got a relationship. So similarly, we're talking about you know, leaning into the context of the situation heavily. So you know, this will probably be predicated on one singular burning question or one spiritual need. So you might be a young person who is looking for a person of integrity because you're struggling with sexual temptation, mm -hmm. or you are a business person looking for somebody who is a more mature Christian who can coach you up on being a Christian in the workplace and navigating that world, or maybe somebody who's further along than you relationally, you're young, you're dating, you're engaged, whatever, and you can go and find somebody who's married and has been married a long time and done that journey well, and you can get coached up on them, like, here's some thoughts you should be having, here's some things you could be working on. In my opinion, personally, my wife and I agree, Everyone who is dating and thinking about marriage or engaged in thinking about marriage should build IKEA furniture together. <laughs> IKEA. There is no greater activity IKEA. or test, I should say. Yes. This should have been an Indiana Jones movie. Forget the whole like invisible bridge thing. The real test of a pure of heart person would be, can your relationship survive putting together a dresser when maybe the newlywed husband does or does not strip all the screws on the bottom pull-out drawer when the brackets were installed uh, Op. Uh, up and on opposite sides and thus upside down. <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Well, hypothetically yeah, speaking. Hypothetically not speaking. that that's ever happened to me. Bob, why don't you talk to us about the peer-to-peer -peer or peer relationship, discipleship? Yeah, like peer-to-peer -peer discipleship can look like a lot of different things. And chances are this is the most common relationship that you're just going to have in your spiritual life, right? You already have people around you who are friends and in a similar stage who are Christians at your church, in your small group, that, that's your roommate, all of that sort of stuff. But... This, there's, there are probably what I would say like three dynamics that you should have in a peer discipleship relationship. One is spiritual conversations. So you don't have to be fake about turning everything to have to be about Jesus all of a sudden, but you know, you become what you talk about. So if you're never talking about God or the Bible or Jesus or your spiritual life, like you're not going to be able to grow together. So just look for opportunities organically or formally to actually talk about spiritual things with your friend. The second will be prayer. Pray together and pray for each other. One of the easiest ways to do this is text each other or message each other. How can I pray for you? And then follow up and actually do that and circle back about it, which leads to the third aspect. And that's accountability. Because in order to really grow, this is true in my life, like you got to be able to ask each other real questions, right? Getting vulnerable, being transparent, even confessing your sins to one another. Only God forgives our sins, but someone else can speak the real life words of his restoration to us and to our hearts. So then you can pray for each other and help bump each other in the right direction in those challenging areas. So like, if you've got a buddy, a friend, whoever is in a similar stage, you're doing peer-to-peer discipleship, you're doing a lot better than a huge percentage of Christians. So keep going as you hang with people in a similar stage. That's great. Um, Joseph, speak to us about the disciple, the mentee. Um, how do I help someone be a good disciple? Sure. You know, no matter what stage you're at in your spiritual life as a Christian, there are a bunch of ways that you can help 
become a discipler and uh, have a mentee and help them in their walk uh, with Christ. You know, you don't have to have decades of spiritual leadership, a seminary degree to help Good. mentor someone or disciple them, truly. Simply, as you know, Bob kind of said, that f- find someone in your life, and this can be at your church, this can be a friend, a coworker, a roommate, and just figure out if your relationship is going to be more organic or more formal. Like, hey, let's meet up every two weeks for coffee or, or you know, Arby's. Bring it, my fave. <laughs> really, like, you know, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Four skills that, I, that come to mind, you know, number one is the ability to listen. The best mentors are great listeners. Ask questions like who and what and when and how. Or you know, say things like, hey, can you keep going? Or what do you mean by that? And uh, those you know, questions allow them to be drawn out. The second thing is you have to have the ability to look at your Bible. I mean, you can lead with Bible content like, hey, you know, we're going to study the Bible together. We're going to go through the Gospel of Mark, for example. We're going to read. We're going to talk about one chapter a week. And... You know, we could, or, or you could just decide like, hey, you know, maybe we'll lead with a life content. Like this is what's going on in my life and this is what God is doing. And let's look at those passages that apply to those areas that we are struggling in, right? Thirdly is the ability to pray, like you said. I mean, you do not want to underestimate how important it is to pray together. You know, praising God for the work that he is doing in their life and uh, praying for one another and praying specifically for those things I think is critical. And then lastly is the ability to ask for help. You know, you're not going to know all the answers. I mean, I certainly do not. But when you don't, you know, don't be afraid to say, I'm not sure. Mm. But that is when you yourself can go to your own discipler and uh, other resources to find things out. That's Absolutely. great. That's great. Well, we come to the portion of the podcast. I need to ask, so what? Uh, Dave, what have we learned about the three people that we need to grow spiritually? Uh, you need them. <laughs> Amen. Do right. it. Amen. Yes. You need a mentor. You need a peer and you need a disciple or mentee. You need a mentor. Go and find that. I'm wondering because I know I'm thinking of people immediately that are coming to mind. You probably do too. If you don't, then go ask someone you trust or love who they think that in their network or your shared network yeah, others could be a you. good person. Yeah. That could be low-hanging fruit. You need a peer. Again, if you're in your quiet time or even you're listening to this episode and thinking, Lord, please put on my heart somebody who could be a good peer in this season for me or that I, more importantly, that I could be a resource and a peer for because that's the expected part of the exchange is that it's you know symbiotic, synergistic. And three, you need a mentee. You need a disciple. We're called to do that thing. Christ has called us to go and make disciples. So find that person and or, let's be real, You've lived life. You're probably further along in something in your life and you have an hour. Can you know people? Yeah. It could be over anything. It could be a, maybe you're like, you got a bigger bench press than somebody else than a young person who's like, come up and ask for advice before. Ask him out to coffee. Um, my brother Dan is amazing at this. Like mm-hmm. he is super jacked and like an incredibly godly man. But like he makes friends so easily. There's, there's not a stranger on this planet <laughs> and he bonds over anything. Hey, shoes. I know that brand. Let's go get a coffee. And then he's spitting Jesus fire to him, you know, and it's like. I wish I had that skill set, but that's the point. Go be intentional, be proactive, you know, and go make that relationship and and develop disciples as well. That's great. Well, Bob, give us a call to action. What's our next step? What's your next step? Meet with someone this week. Um, So it's up to you to think through from today, like 
which one of these type of relationships is the Lord maybe asking me to step into? Uh, is it like, obviously God has given us both his word and his people. So who are the people that are in your life pointing you to Jesus? Um, decide right now, do I want to meet up with a mentor? Just someone who's a little more mature who can speak into an area in my life. Um, do I want to meet up with a peer? Um, even have them over at my place, right? So we can just hang, talk about our spiritual lives and pray for each other. Do I want to meet up with a mentee? Even though I don't have it all together, I can just speak into an area of their life and encourage them to keep going and pray for them. Let us know what you picked because it's helpful to be able to hear what God's doing in your life. And man, there's nothing better, whether it's on comments or on socials, for us being able to get to hear from you. That's yeah, great. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the Bin Men Podcast, where we believe everyone should know their next step for making their spiritual life more important to them. Bin Men is a resource ministry it's dedicated to helping you discover those next steps. Yes, they are. So if you're looking for those next steps, mosey on over to binman.org. <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying here. Yeah. Uh, binman.org is, is where you'll find the show notes for this episode. For other episodes, you'll find blogs and podcasts, resources as well. Um, that's also where you can sign up for the newsletter, which is definitely the best singular resource and avenue for finding out what's going on at this ministry because it's, you know, I was going to say 2023, but you might be listening to this in the future, so it may not be that at that point. But um, you don't always go on websites, but I do check my email every day, so that'd be a great avenue. Follow us on social media as well. Our team on the social side has been putting in a lot of, a lot of great content, and we've loved the engagement that you've provided because Binman exists for you. Lord has called this work to be done for you, so we want to make sure that it is being received and engaged with and make sure that we're on the right path toward you know, providing that thing. So thank you for joining us today. We look forward to the next one, and God bless.